Grace to you and peace in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. A number of weeks back, I was uh, reading a post on my neighborhood email group. And it was written by a young man who uh, was ready for his life to be over. He went into great detail as to the circumstances of his sorrowful condition. And it was a list of things that I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy. He closed his letter in this neighborhood post by stating this. So I asked myself, would it matter if I died? Would anyone know? This isn't the kind of life I would wish on anyone. In response to his post, many people tried to offer words of hope and direction and, and concern, pointing him to a, a number of social service agencies that might be able to help him with this current condition, situation. And some people pointing him to Jesus, who could most certainly help him. Well, he responded to their post by saying that he had tried every agency out there and nobody could or would help him. And in response to turning to Jesus, he simply replied, I'm a Buddhist. To which I wanted to write, <laughs> but didn't. Doesn't sound like that whole Buddhism thing is working out for you. Why not try Jesus? You've got nothing else to lose. Now, I didn't want to come off snarky or unsympathetic to his plight, and I seriously did not want to engage in an endless battle with my unbelieving neighbors. So I didn't say anything. But if everything else in your life is falling apart, and you've tried everything else there is to get your life back on track, and nothing has worked. Why wouldn't you try Jesus? Our psalm for today, as I mentioned before worship, is one of my favorite psalms and one of my favorite passages in all of the scriptures. In this psalm, David talks about the constant and the continual abiding presence of God. And also about the very intimate omniscience of God. He knows our innermost thoughts. He observes every aspect and every action of our lives. From our sitting down to our standing up, from our thinking to our speaking, every minute detail of our lives is observed and is known by God. And not only does He see us and know us, and know us better than we know ourselves, but He is there with us through all of it. From the moment of our conception, 
when he knit us together within the womb of our mother until the time when we sleep in death in the dust of the earth. He is there with us. There's a song on the radio, currently on Christian radio, by uh, Maverick City Music entitled, In the Room, in which they sing about this abiding, eternal presence of God that is spoken of in Psalm 139. The song states this, I'm not forsaken, never alone. The God of heaven calls me his own. He's not just seated upon the throne. I know He's right here inside my home. I've got a treasure here in my heart. And in my weakness, it won't depart. I have a Savior who will abide. He's not just with me. He lives inside. Just go ask Daniel if our God will bring you out. And he will testify, he shuts the lion's mouth. Go ask those Hebrew boys if he'll stick by your side. They will identify the fourth man in the fire. They'll tell you, oh, he's in the room. He's in the room. Now to some, that could be an unsettling thought. That God sees and knows every thought and every move. Because there's much about our lives that we really don't want everyone or Him to know. We would like to keep hidden. And I don't care how good or how kind or how gentle you are. There is no way that any of us want our spouse or our siblings, or even our best friends to know every thought and see our every move. There's some things about our lives that we would like to keep private and hidden because we're ashamed of thoughts that we've had, words that we've said, and actions that we've done. And we think to ourselves and thinking of God, how can I ever get into heaven if God sees and knows me that well? How can I ever get into heaven if all of my sin is completely known to Him? through Jesus Christ and only through Jesus Christ for he is the atoning sacrifice for our sin and not only for ours but also for the sins of the entire world our evil and our errant thoughts and words and actions are covered over by the blood of Jesus that which he shed on the cross as we turn to Him in faith and in repentance, as those who have been baptized 
into the death and the resurrection of Jesus. God looks at us always through the shadow of the cross. And thus, He only, always sees us as forgiven and as redeemed. But if all that's true, then why don't we always feel His presence? And why do bad things still happen in our lives? Because we still live in a sinful, broken, and fallen world. Though God may not look at us through the lens of our sin, the effects of our sin still surround us. Accidents still happen. Sickness still exists. And evil is still pervasive. You know, Psalm 139 doesn't say anything about God's presence in our lives eliminating the effects of a sinful, fallen world in our lives. What David does say in this psalm is that no matter where he goes, or what he faces in his life, that God is always there with him. Even up to and including when he sleeps in death. Which is what he also echoed in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Which is also what Jesus promised before he left. Before he ascended into heaven, he said, and surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's the daily hope and promise that we live with as the people of God. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is with us always, even to the end of the world. If I ascend to the heights of the heavens, He's there. If I descend to the depths of the earth, He is there. If I'm thrown into a den of lions or into a fiery furnace, He is there. If I travel to a far-off country or to a remote region of the earth, He is there. If I'm alone in a hospital bed or surrounded by a crowd of people, He is there. Even if I make my bed in a casket and I'm laid down into the earth, He is there. He is there with me to hold me and to guide me until the day that He brings me home. There have been many times in my life when I've felt alone. I'm sure you felt that too. But I know I wasn't because of what this psalm tells me. Regardless of what I sometimes feel, I know what is and what is not real. And what is real and what is true in my life 
and in your life too, is the constant and the continual abiding presence of God who is with us always, even to the end of the age. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Amen.